God says it, we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Now, Father, we ask that you break open the bread of life for your people here today. Lord, we want to hear from heaven so that we can be healed in every way possible. And we thank and praise you, Holy Spirit. You are welcome always in this place. And we praise you and honor you, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to talk about being steadfast and immovable. Amen. Hallelujah. You can't be steadfast and immovable if you keep moving. (laughs) So what do you do? You don't move. Amen. Don't move. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Amen. Amen. We're really going to talk about wavering. If you're steadfast and immovable, you can't waver. Amen. You don't move when God puts you on a a stand. You don't move. The devil wants you to move. He'll create things to make you want to move. So what are some of the things that cause you to want to move? Your feelings. I don't feel. I don't feel this way or that way. Amen. You need, need a breakthrough in your finances. And then you get a bill from the government. You didn't know it was coming. Though these things are created to cause you to move. Amen. So you'll either uh, move, waver, that's worrying, or you will stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Amen. <coughs> Hallelujah. You get bad news or a bad diagnosis from the doctors. These things are created to cause you to move. But you don't move, amen? You stand still, hallelujah. You stand firm, steadfast, and immovable. And you stand on the word of God, amen? If you're standing with anything else, it will, any other foundation will shift and fail. But the, <clears throat> the foundation of the infallible word of God will never It'll keep you standing strong. Amen. Hallelujah. And when you take a stand, you don't move. Amen. I don't care how you feel. I don't care what they say. I don't care about the results of the test. Doesn't matter. Hallelujah. Because these things are designed by the enemy to cause you to stand. I mean, to, to fail. And not stand. And when that happens, things get shaky. That foundation gets shaky. And you fall. Amen. The enemy tries to come against your mind. So don't allow him to come against your mind. Now, now when you're in a, a, a life or death situation, how do you keep your mind? How do you keep the devil from causing your mind to shake? You, you stand on the word. Amen. Stand on the word. You keep reminding God. You don't beg him. Once you've asked, you don't keep begging him to do something that he's already done. Amen. <clears throat> and so what you do is you remind him, God, your word says. You said I was already healed. Hallelujah. You said that this was my Amos nine thirteen season. Amen. And, Father, you said it would happen so quickly my head would spin. So make my head spin, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. 
cause the enemy to fail who comes against me. Amen. And you give, you stand on that word and you give God back his word. And this is what God wants to hear. Amen. You don't, you don't stand on the word and say something different. Amen. Well, God, it ain't working. No, it's working. Amen. See, you have to believe it's working when you have no evidence. Amen. Hallelujah. And so you know it's working because once God said, it is so. Hallelujah. So why is it important to, uh, to say what God has already done? Because when we let words come out of our mouths, that's all Jesus has to work on. He works on what we release. Amen. Hallelujah. So when you say that I am healed, I am strong, my children will serve God, you know, and the glory of the Lord shall uh, come from them or whatever it is. Once you release that good report, once you release what God has already done and already promised you, then, then Jesus goes to work on it. The Holy Spirit is working on it. And your words create what, whatever it is that you want. It has to be words that create. Amen. Hallelujah. This causes your foundation to be immovable. Doubting nothing. Doubting nothing. <clears throat> you see why we have to doubt nothing? Because when you doubt that's wavering, you shift your stand or you shift your foundation. And this is why the devil likes to throw something in there. You know, the evil report, the gossip against you, lies, things that are not true. And he likes to release that against you to shift you and cause you not to be immovable, steadfast. Amen. And so when we are immovable and steadfast, we have to understand and know that the storm will come. But when it comes, you know, just go through the storm, standing firm. Amen. Not shifting, not wavering, not doubting, doubting nothing. Amen. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 15. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Your position to hold is doubting nothing. That's your position. Your position is standing steadfast and immovable. Amen. So we must learn to anchor our word of truth. Anchor it right there. Once you get a word, once you get uh, the okay from God that he's going to give you, he's done these things, anchor yourself there and don't move. Stay there and don't move. Amen. <clears throat> we must learn to, to anchor ourselves in the word of truth. Don't anchor yourself on something false, but anchor yourself on truth, the word of truth. Hallelujah. The moment you waver is the moment you defeat. You're defeated. When you waver, you're defeated. Amen. If wavering becomes your foundation, then everything that you build on top of that wavering foundation gets shaky. So build on the sure foundation of the word of God. And stand strong in your faith. Then become firm, resolute, and immovable. You become unstoppable. You become a strong tower. 
So do not move. As long as you don't move your position, the devil cannot take you down. Amen. Now, this is important. Once you waver, repent. And you get right back where you were. Hallelujah. See, the devil cannot, he still can't do anything with your unbelief, but forget it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because we've all wavered from one time or another. Amen. And so how do you keep from wavering? I know every month and every, every day that goes by, I waver less and less. <laughs> and to the place where I cannot be moved. I shall not be moved. Amen. Now, how does this happen? Reaffirming it in your mind and in your heart. Amen. Meditating on the word. Changing your stand on the inside. It's a heart thing. Amen. And so once you know that you know that you know all those things, the storm comes to shake you a little bit, a little bit you're still sturdy and, and, and firm, resolute, standing on the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, if you are, uh, know about any lighthouses, you know, the, the winds and the water beat vehemently against them, but they're still standing. Amen. I've never seen a shaky lighthouse. <laughs> I've never witnessed it. Amen. And so they, they stand there and they stand strong as a beacon of hope. Amen. As a guide. Amen. For others who are lost. But they continue to stand no matter how many storms, how many waves come against them. They continue to stand firm. I've never seen one collapse and fall. Amen. But I'm telling you, we are lighthouses in the world, and people who are connected to us are looking to us to see how we're going to handle our dilemma. Amen? But we're handling it being strong and being firm and being steadfast because we're standing on the Word of God. Amen? This is not natural strength. We're not talking about a natural strength. But we are talking about the strength that comes from above. Amen. The strength that God places on the inside of you because he's trying to get you somewhere from point A to point B. He's trying to get you somewhere. And trust me, we will get there. Amen. (laughs) We're going someplace. Amen. But you have to be steadfast, immovable, unbreakable, unstoppable. Amen. Hallelujah. And God's already done it. See, why would we continue to ask God to do something he's already done? He's waiting on us to understand, I did that already. (laughs) And so he's waiting on us to walk in it, to receive it, to absorb what he's already done. I'm telling you, when you feel it and you know it, you're going to say it. (laughs) Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Hallelujah. And when you know it, you're going to talk about it. And when someone comes up and says something different, you're going to say, oh, no, that's not me. I notice even when you don't have the strength to fight natural, natural fight, fighting or the natural man, God will have somebody else speak up and say, oh, no, no, no. That happened to me before. Oh, no, no, no. She's healed. Oh, no. God repaired her marriage. <laughs> He's coming home. Amen. That happened to me. You remember that? 
Hallelujah. God will have someone else stand up for you. Even when you just, you're just too full sometimes, we get overloaded. But God has your back. Amen. He always does and he always will. And so God will have others speak up for you at the right time. God knows what he's doing. Amen. <clears throat> First Corinthians 15, I'm sorry, verse 57. Hallelujah. And it says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory, hallelujah, through our Lord Jesus Christ. So it says, thanks be to God. <clears throat> so, in a, <clears throat> so in other words, we should be thanking God because it says that he's already given us the victory. So this is why we're thanking him. So it says, thanks be to God. Are y'all here? <clears throat> so we should be thanking him. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord and say, why through Jesus Christ? Jesus is the one that went on the cross. He did the work. Amen. <clears throat> Every stripe. Hallelujah. Boom. Every stripe was for something. Amen. Here's poverty. Here's sickness. Here's divorce. Here's loneliness. Here's depression. Here's discouragement. He laid it all. It's already done. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo. And by his stripes, we were healed. Praise God. So we thank God for a work already completed. It's already done. Thank you, Lord. So we thank you. We thank you for what you've already done. We have no other uh, alternative but to stand on what's already done. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. It is finished. It is done. By Jesus' stripes, we were healed. This is why it says we were healed. And this is why it says thanks be to God who gives us the victory through his son Jesus Christ. Verse 58 says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. So why should we be steadfast and immovable? Because it's already done. Amen. It says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory. So we already have the victory, so we should be steadfast, immovable, unstoppable. Amen. Standing in faith in what God has already done. It is finished. And this is why Jesus said it's finished. Because we don't need to go to the cross anymore. We don't need to do all of these things anymore. It is done. Hallelujah. And so what do we do? We rejoice in what's already given us. We rejoice in what's already done. Hallelujah. So we have to fight back when the enemy tries to place uh, symptoms on us. When he tries to lie on you. Hold fast to your confession. Amen. Why? Because it's already done. You're trying to establish it here on earth. It's established, but you're trying to get it to come out of the supernatural realm into the natural realm. And this is why we stand. And see, this is why when you take a stand, you don't quit because you don't see anything. You take a stand because of what's already been done. <laughs> 
You take a stand because of what you already know. You take a stand because of what the word of God says, and you're standing on this foundation, hallelujah, of Jesus Christ and him crucified. We're standing on the foundation of what's already been done. Amen. Hallelujah. So verse 58 again says, therefore, my, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, be immovable, always abounding, never wavering in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. Who, how many in here have, have uh, moved before off your stand? Well, you know what it says here for, for all of y'all? Knowing that your labor is not in vain. Hallelujah. (laughs) Knowing that your labor is not in vain. Amen. That's good news. That's the good news. Let's go to Hebrews 4. Praise God. Sometimes we just need a refresher course. Amen. Hallelujah. We just need to be reminded of what's already done, what we already have. We talked yesterday about the benefits package, you know, what God's already done. He's already given us the necks of our enemy. He's already healed us. He's already made a way in the desert. He's already given us um, the, the keys to the kingdom. He's given us everything that we need to get. See, God didn't set us up for failure. He set us up for success. Amen? Hallelujah. So the enemy tries to come against your mind. Amen? Hold fast to your confession or your profession that you have the victory because the enemy wants you to waver. Amen. You see why the devil does what he does against you? Because he wants you to move. If this is standing on the word, and this is being triumphant, if this is being victorious, if this this is being steadfast and immovable, he wants you to shift. Because he knows that if you shift, you got to repent. Not so much start over, but you know how the devil puts condemnation on you. He gets you to move because he makes things look shaky. And then he puts condemnation on you. And he realizes it's going to take a while to come out of there. But the good news is God says you can come out of there real quick in a minute. (laughs) Repent. And see, this is what most people don't want to do. I don't know why. But they don't want to see because repentance is, is, in a sense, admitting that I was wrong. Well, this is God we're talking about. He knows you're wrong. So repent, let's get it moving and get back on this foundation. Hallelujah. The foundation that cannot be broken. This eternal foundation that God has established. And it shall never be broken. It shall never change. It is an eternal foundation. And and these lies that the devil invents is shaky. This is shaky over here. But this is eternal over here. So we're going to stay here, even though we messed up, even though we got got off the word, even though we got a little nervous at the bad news. But thanks be to God, hallelujah, that he always gives us, amen, hallelujah, 
It's already done. It's already, it is finished. And this is why Jesus said it was finished, because he knew the devil was going to lie to us. Amen. Hallelujah. So we have to fight back when the enemy comes. See, he comes against your mind. He comes against your thinking. And, and we line our thinking up with what we see in the natural, which is the first wrong thing that we do. And so we can't line our thinking up with what we see. Hallelujah. But that's what we do. And then he gets a stronghold or a, a strong foot in there. And then he, lay, this is what happens. Then he starts, he comes up with another thing and another and layer. He likes working in layers. And then he likes to <laughs> whack your head off. Once he gets you against the ropes and you can't take anymore. And then he likes to he likes to break your neck or chop you in the throat, make you swallow it. But he's a liar. Amen. He's a liar, and the truth ain't in him. So we need to fight back and defeat the enemy. Amen. How do you defeat him? With your mouth. With your mouth. I remember Kenneth Hagin talking about, you know, when he was sick that time, and, and the devil came in his room and said, I'm going to kill you. And he, he said he was sick. <laughs> he didn't feel good. But he said the only thing he could do was use his mouth. He said, no, you're not. And the devil said, you know you're sick. You know you don't feel good. And he said, no, I'm not. <laughs> but he, he was barely walking, you know. And he said it was at that moment that he realized that his mouth was his weapon against the enemy. Amen. Because he says after he kept saying, no, I'm not, when he really was, the devil left, out of, he left his room. <laughs> And after that, after that day, when the devil would try to come in and talk to him and visit him, he'd look over, he'd say, oh, it's just you. <laughs> See, once you, you understand, hallelujah, you get the vision and the victory. Amen. Once you know that you know that you know that these things too shall pass because it's already written, he's going to mess with somebody else. He'll leave you alone. Amen. And you'll see the, the manifestation of what you have been praying for, but you got to be steadfast and immovable. You got to be standing on a good foundation, the foundation of the word of God. And once you're standing there, the devil knows it's curtains. So he'll go mess with somebody else that, that will listen to him. Amen. Hallelujah. He, he, this is how he operates. Amen. He'll go mess with someone else that's not anchored in the word of God. See, once you get there mentally and physically in your, I should say mentally, in your mind, and in your heart, throw your anchor down <laughs> and stay there. I shall not be moved. And then you continue to stand on the Lord Jesus Christ and what he's already done on earth as it is in heaven hallelujah you throw out your anchor and you do this with your mouth you defeat the enemy with your mouth with your confession your confession is your anchor and our works of faith follow 
Hebrews 4.14. I think I gave you that scripture. Let me read it. It says, seeing that we have a high priest, hallelujah, that's Jesus Christ. Seeing that we have a high priest, wait a minute, a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Amen. Now, what are you holding on? You're holding on to what Jesus did, the performance that's based on Jesus Christ. You're, you're basing and, and holding your anchor on the, the performance of, on Jesus Christ, him crucified, him going to the cross, going, um, being buried and rising again in all power. You're basing and holding your anchor on that. Amen. Coming up with all power. Amen. Hallelujah. So you throw out that anchor and you let it stay there. Hallelujah. Praise God. And when the winds come and beat vehemently against that word, it will not be shaken and neither will you. You'll continue to stand there. Having done all, you stand there and you don't quit. Amen. Seeing that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus. Let us hold fast our confession. Some Bibles say profession, but it's the same thing. Hold fast to what you are saying. Hold fast to what's coming out of your mouth. And those things that are not good that you've let come out of your mouth, repent and let, the, and let God take it. God, don't let me run back into that. Hallelujah. <laughs> Isn't it good that we have a forgiving God? Woo! God is good all the time. We used to say that when, you know, I used to tell my kids to say that when they were little. And they say, God is good. And I say, all the time. They say, all the time. But it was just an old saying. I didn't really know that God was good all the time. But I'm glad I had them saying the right thing. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God is good all the time. He is never not good. He is always there in strength. So, so Jesus being the high priest, what does he do? He ministers over your confession. This is what a high priest does. You know, when you take things to the altar, the priest prays over it. Amen. And so when you speak forth the promises of God, when you speak out of your heart, then Jesus ministers over your word. Always let what come out of your mouth be good. Amen. Don't be cussing and all that other stuff. Don't let that come out of your mouth because Jesus is not going to minister over that. Amen. Well, that didn't go over well. I just threw it out there. <laughs> Hallelujah. <clears throat> or, our, or our words bring them to pass. See, your words, <clears throat> let's put it like this. <clears throat> when you want something from God, you allow the word to work on you because there had to be something that you saw in the word that you liked that caused you to take a stand. You stood on something you saw. You stood on a promise. Once you receive that promise and you put it in your heart, then you start speaking it. You didn't, you, you didn't do it right away because you weren't sure. And so once you learned and continue to 
read the word and allow the, the word of God to change your heart and change your thinking, then you start to allow the word to come out your mouth. And when that word comes out of your mouth, Jesus ministers over it. Well, what do you mean? He, he works on it until he brings it to pass. He causes it to stand and be strong. He purifies it. I believe he does everything. It's because your word is like a seed. And you put it out there in the atmosphere. And Jesus ministers over it. Because you know he's our intercessor. The Bible says he's sitting on the right hand of the Father forever making intercessor for us. He's making intercession for us. And so he ministers over what you say out your mouth. And see, sometimes when we don't talk right and we allow our heart to become mean, and then bad stuff's going to start happening. That's a (laughs) no-brainer. And it's because we've released that. We have, and we get mad at God because of what we have released. Are y'all here today? But there's a way to get around that, and that's called repentance. Praise God. No, grace won't take care of it. Grace won't take care of repentance. Grace is not a substitute for repentance. This, amen. This is how people get so screwed up. Well, I'm just on. I'm just going by the mercy of God. Um, you know, grace. You know, grace. Co- grace don't cover repentance. Amen. Are y'all here, honey? Grace can't cover repentance. Because if it could, then it, it, it takes away from what Jesus did at the cross. And it don't, that ain't what grace is. <clears throat> grace is an enabler. Grace enables us to stand firm, immovable, untouchable, unbreakable. That's grace's job, to enable us to stand, having done all, to stand until we we receive what it is that we're trying to work into the natural realm because it's done grace knows that everything is done in the spirit realm amen so grace can't change nothing that's already done but grace can can pull from god the strength amen and the blessing and every good thing every good and perfect thing that comes from above Grace can pull it out of the out of the spirit realm into the natural for you and me. Hallelujah. Grace doesn't take the place of, of repentance. Never have and never will. See, that's another lie the devil put out on grace. Amen. Hallelujah. And then we receive mercy from God. Once we God knows that we realize that we messed up, we said wrong things. Then the mercy of God comes in every morning. Amen. And he shines that that love light on us, and and we get on our knees, and we repent. God, forgive me. I said wrong things. Don't let this stuff come to pass that I have said in anger. Amen? Now, once your heart gets so hard, you need a bloodbath. Amen? But... You know, as long as, as you love the Lord, he'll work, with, he'll, work with, he'll work with sinners. What can I say? He'll work for you. He will work for you. Amen. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. So whatever we say is what Jesus has to work with. So don't move from your foundation of faith. Don't move. Well, you know, they say they're going to close the company. Don't move. Amen. 
God will keep the company open just for you. I know too many people he's done that with. Too many people. Don't allow your flesh to control your mind. And that's what we do. But let the Spirit rule in your heart. Hallelujah. Let the Holy Spirit rule in your mind. How, how I do that? By the renewal of it. By the renewal of it. You renew your mind in the word of God, and everything that comes out of your mouth will reflect what you are standing on, the word of God. And you don't quit. And, of course, the devil will send people right to your face to try to make you say something negative. And you rebuke them. Amen. You rebuke them with the truth. Oh, no, that's not happening in my family. (laughs) God, no, my kids going to serve the Lord. They serve, and God, they love the Lord, honey. They may be a little screwed up right now, but, honey, the seed of the righteous shall be delivered and not bag bread. And that's how you, you tear that down. Hallelujah. Don't think the devil won't use your people you know. Use it against you. But you have the last say so because you know what God has done. We talked about yesterday how you can write your own ticket, fill it out. God gives us a blank check, and he tells us how to fill it out. Amen. But if you don't know what's in your benefits packet because of your covenant, it's going to stay blank. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, God is on the throne. We can't run this thing. God is running everything. Amen. He gives us a chance to repent and get on the right road. But if you keep pushing him, he's going to push you back. Amen. Hallelujah. So don't allow your flesh to control your mind. See, your flesh, look, your flesh wants to be the boss, all of ours. It wants to be the boss. Why? Because it likes sin. That's why God has given us a new man. Amen. A new creation man. And we're to live out of him because he likes the word. He likes God. He likes a found, the foundation of Jesus Christ. Your new man wants to cooperate with God. Your new man is working with what the Spirit says. Your old man wants to run everything. And you've got to fight him. And it's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you your flesh. Amen. But your spirit must rule your mind. Your, your flesh can't, you can't let your flesh rule your mind. Because if we did, we would all be in trouble. We would all be in trouble. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's see, where are we at? Did we read Hebrews? I don't know, and y'all don't either. Hebrews 4. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, yes, yeah, seeing that we have a great high priest who hovers over our confession. Amen. Hallelujah. Now listen to 15. I'm going to read 15. It says, For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. Are y'all here? That's good news, but y'all just sitting up. Okay. Got your mind somewhere else. Bring it on back. Bring it on back. Amen. Hallelujah. To verse 15 of Hebrews 5 or 4. Amen. For we, we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with your weaknesses. That's when you fail and you get condemnation and you refuse to come out of condemnation. 
Jesus saying, look, I don't forgot about that. You repented 16 times, so let's move on. Amen. Of course, some people don't, don't repent because they think they're right. When you think you're right, you ain't going to repent. Amen. I've had people tell me, well, I didn't repent because I might do it again. And you just might slip on out of here if you keep playing with God. Amen. So as many times as you repent, God will hear you. Don't take those kind of chances. You know why? Because your heart is considered, well, your heart is continually becoming hardened against the things of God if you keep putting repentance off. Your, Your heart is becoming hardened, 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 hardened until you don't even recognize yourself. And then one day when, when the devil pulls the rug up on, from under you, don't blame God. This is the devil's work. And then everybody know, except you, that's number one. And number two, <laughs> amen. We, we're on the outs looking in. But this is my life. I thought I was in control. No, when you start doing things the devil's way, you lost control. You just don't know it. Amen. I know I'm talking to somebody out there. Hallelujah. But when that happens, it says here that Jesus is sympathetic. Where is that? In verse 15. We do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we were, yet without sin. He was tempted. We have not gone through nothing Jesus haven't gone through that's why people made a what would jesus do but they don't do what he would do (laughs) they do what they would do but he sympathizes it didn't say he was happy about anything it says that he sympathizes because he wants you to repent and come clean amen cry out to god and get back where you were before hallelujah praise god all right let's go to james 1 James 1. It's in the back of the book. Hallelujah. For some, it's at the tip of your fingers. Amen. The best thing to do is do uh, Romans 12 to renew your mind. Don't be trans. Don't be uh, conformed. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. When, when you renew your mind and think differently, the devils will leave you alone. The ones that always come reminding you of what somebody did to you, said wrong. Or, you know, we're supposed to forgive daily. How many times? Seventy times seven. Well, how many is that? Because I, I forgave about 60 times. How many ever times it take? You want to be forgiven when you mess up. See, we have this thing. We have this thing on us. We are the only one that deserve forgiveness, but we don't want to forgive anybody else. You twist it. Twist it. <laughs> well, what that mean? Look it up. Ask God. All right, James 1, verse 4. Hallelujah. Uh-oh, let me go there. James 1, verse 4. And it says here, it says, But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfected, Wait a minute. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Amen. When you lack nothing, then you will doubt nothing. 
Amen. When patience has its perfect work in you, then you'll stand on the word. What if God would just give us whatever we want when we want it? Then there's no patience worked on the inside of you. There's none of the nine fruits of the spirit that's going to rear their heads in or out around you. Amen. Because nothing has been worked on the inside of you. It takes time. Amen. Just look at how we talk and act. It takes time. Amen. But let patience have it. Patience have its perfect work, so that we will be complete and lack nothing. If we lack nothing, then that means we got everything we need to get the job done. And if we got everything, then God is pleased with us, and we'll receive. We'll start talking right. When you start talking right, then God will. Jesus will minister over your words and bring it to pass. Hallelujah. Just as simple as that. Well, that's a lot. It ain't a lot. You just don't want to change. Well, that's just how I am. Yeah, and this is just how I am. Amen. And this is just how you're going to be when the devil finish wearing you out. Hallelujah. I liked it. And you're going to like it pretty soon. <laughs> Lacking nothing. Wouldn't you like to lack nothing? Amen. It's a nurturing work. Patience is a nurturing work. God is nurturing us when he's teaching us patience on the inside. We want everything right now. Well, what have you done lately for God? Uh, God is nurturing us. He's bringing things to perfection. Hallelujah. Praise God. On the inside as well as the outside. Amen. So verse 5, if any of us lack wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Amen. Hallelujah. God does not mock his people. If you get square with God, he's square with you. Amen. He lacks nothing. and he'll, He won't mock you. He won't ridicule you. That's what without reproach means. But he, it will be given. Hallelujah. Praise God. And then the spirit of God will rule in your heart and in your mind. And you'll talk right. And you'll take that stand. And you won't move. And you won't shift. Amen. You'll stay steadfast, immovable, unstoppable, standing on the word of God. Hallelujah. Because you got God with you. Amen. Doesn't mean we're no better than nobody else. Doesn't mean that you don't have trials and tribulations like everybody else. It just means that you're paying attention. Amen. <laughs> Woo. Hallelujah. So with no doubting, doubting nothing. For he who doubts is like a wave of sea driven and tossed by the wind. For he is double-minded and won't receive anything. This is the thing. God says you're not going to get nothing. You keep wavering. Keep on. Now, God is, is, is you know, it said already that Jesus is, uh, what did it say? He's merc- yeah, merciful, whatever that word was. He's not, you know, a person that won't understand when you're having it tough, when you're trying 
But you have to stay with what you know. With what you know, stay immovable. Stay untouchable. Amen. Ask in faith with nothing wavering. Or otherwise you're a double-minded man. What does that mean? It means you got two minds. Let me break it down. You got two minds. And you live out of both of them. Ra ra ra, we feel good. The word, that word was good. <laughs> and then tomorrow, I've shifted. Well, I'm over here. I'm not on the word no more. Why? Because my boss was talking mean to me, and I'm just fed up. Well, that shouldn't move you off of your rock. Amen. Because don't you know God fights for you? Amen. Hallelujah. Your supervisor keep messing with you. God will throw him out of there. But if, he, if God is using your supervisor to teach you something, then he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Woo! He going to stay right there until you learn. Until you stop wishing him to disappear or whatever it is. But let patience have its perfect work in you. And when you start to understand where you are, the condition of your heart, what God is doing in this hour, then God will let you go. He'll, he'll lift you up. Amen. You'll rise above. You'll rise above. And no, I'm not going to sing that song. <laughs> you'll rise above everything. Y'all know that song. Oh, that not that song. <laughs> nah, I don't know about that song right there. <laughs> that was scary, but I know that song. I stay away from it. <laughs> Woo! All right. <laughs> but the Bible says that God is faithful and He's sympathetic to what we go through. He's not harsh, hard, or stiff. But he's good, lovable, pliable. <laughs> he loves us. Amen. Hallelujah. He knows, he knows when we're in trouble. And he's there for us. Don't, don't shift your, your stand. How many of you know you can stand on your, on your stand shaky? <sighs> I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm standing. I ain't bowing. Let's stand. It's okay. God will strengthen you. This is where grace comes in. Woo! Right on the wave of grace. Amen. God has graced us to stand having done all. Grace doesn't take the place of repentance. Well, God know how I feel. That don't work up in here. Amen. It doesn't work out there either. That's why so many people, you God haters. Because they think God is angry and mad at them when all God wants you to do is take responsibility for how you feel. Amen. I don't know how I got there, but it was okay. So ask, ask in faith, doubting nothing, nothing wavering. Because a double-minded man gets nothing from God. Amen. So don't be like the waves of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind wind meaning bad things that happen don't be tossed it's like okay i've been there i ain't going back to that 
I'm standing firm. In other words, don't let symptoms move you. Don't let your feelings move you. Don't allow your wrong thinking to move you. Don't let your wrong mentality move you. Don't let poverty move you. Don't let lack move you. Amen? Don't allow any of these things to move you. Well, when is it going to stop? When you get founded on that word. Amen? When you become strong and immovable. Amen? Invincible. Unstoppable. When you start to take on them attributes through patience, faith and patience. Ever heard of those things? And when you start to do that, you start to lift your head. Amen? No man, there's nothing that can come out of another man's mouth that can tear you down. Because Jesus has already brought you up. Amen? Hallelujah. And so we stand on the word. Stand with what God has given you. Stand having done all. And this is why the Bible says having done all. Because you got to do it all. Amen? But it's not impossible. God has given us the next of our enemies. He's given us the word of God. He's given us the power to buy. He's given us the keys to the kingdom. What does keys do? Unlock doors. Don't listen to people that says, well, you know, they would, that door was closed to me. The, you have the keys to unlock any door you want. Amen. If it's not open, you're not supposed to be going through there. Don't worry about, you know, we want to kick down, kick down a door that you don't suppose to go through the doors you have the keys to. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo! Go through those doors. Stop trying to get through a door that you shouldn't be going through. Amen. Stop trying. Well, I'm going to kick that door down. Well, we're going to see who break their foot. Amen. You got the keys, use them. Keys unlock doors. Keys unlock things. God has given us the keys to the kingdom. We have the power to bind and to loose. What does that mean? You have the power to allow or disallow. You don't have to go along with what the devil's doing to you. You don't have to agree with it. In fact, disagree with it. Amen. With your mouth and with your faith disagree with what the devil's doing hallelujah and don't line up your faith with what's going on with the devil we worry about what what's going on with god how about that amen <laughs> he's the one that has the power to put you into a heaven or a hell the devil don't have that kind of power he doesn't have power over you you don't belong to him you belong to god amen so ask in faith, wavering nothing, allowing patience to have its perfect work in you. Why? Because we need it. Amen. Hallelujah. Ask in faith and you won't waver and you won't be moved. Don't move off of this foundation. I've taken a stand. I'm not moving. I've allowed patience to have its perfect work. I love the Lord with all my heart. I am not leaning, I'm not leaning to my own understanding. Don't lean. Don't lean. You see why the Bible says don't lean to your own understanding? That means take a stand, 
stay there with the word. Although the wind is blowing, storms are coming against you, but you still steadfast, leaning, leaning not on your own understanding. Now, when we start leaning on our own understanding, that's when we, that's getting off. You shaking. You about to fall off of here. You still over here. Well, you didn't hear what she said to me. Well, it shouldn't affect your stand. Amen. The devil's going to come and devils are going to go. Hallelujah. But you will stand upon the rock. And this is the mission for the church. As Peter, <laughs> Peter, Peter, upon this rock, God has built his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. We've already been told. So when you take a stand, you know that the gates of hell cannot prevail. Why? Because you have keys. You have authority. You have power. You have dominion. And that dominion factor causes you to come against it with a, a power and a might that's placed inside of you from the Holy One. Amen. Hallelujah. You got to stand having done all because you're equipped. You got the right stuff. Well, I messed up. Well, you still got the right stuff. Repent and keep moving. Amen. How long you going to let the devil browbeat you? Amen. Hallelujah. So don't let symptoms move you or how you feel or just how you are. Well, this is how I am. Don't let it work against you. Amen. But the Bible says to ask in faith by the hearing of faith in the word of God. Ask in faith. Well, I, I asked, but I wasn't in faith. That's why it's not here. Amen. If it's not, uh, something's on a time table. See, there's a season for everything. Amen. Where's that scripture? In Hosea? Ecclesiastes, right. You know, there's a season and a time for everything. So I'm not, you know, trying to overpower that. But what I'm saying is when you, you be ready, you know, you allow patience to have its perfect work on the inside of you. Study the scriptures and be made strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And then when your season is here, amen, it's something, most things are now. Faith is now. Blessings are now. Amen. The devil's defeated now. Hallelujah. You can have now faith and get what you need now. You don't have to wait. Amen. Healing is now. Amen. Blessing is now. God don't make you wait for that. That's now. Some things, some situations are on a timetable. But this is the season to receive everything that you want from God. If you're bold enough to take a stand. Look, this is why people don't take a stand. Just in case it don't happen, that's your problem. Just in case it don't happen. Because God's already done it. Amen. It's already done. I thought we read that. Jesus is the high priest ministering over what you say. Amen. Because it's already done. That's what he says. He says he's already done it. You know, when he... uh, I think it's in the book of Luke, the fourth chapter, either John, fourth chapter. And when he went in the, in the synagogue and he read out of the book and then he closed that book and he said, this day 
is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. And what he meant was it's fulfilled. And you've been told. So you can have it at any time. Amen. Amen. Now, some things we won't right away, and we have to work, you know, work, let these things work in our hearts and in our minds. But you have to allow the Word of God to work for you, and it works for everybody. Amen. Well, I ain't never seen nothing. Well, you probably never stayed. You, you got to show God that through the storm, storms of life, you won't waver. Have you ever shown God that? Uh, I don't think so. Well, let him let him show you how to take a a stand on what he said. Well, I ain't never seen nothing come to pass yet. Why don't you take a stand? You ain't take you quit everything. Ouch! Quit everything. Amen. Don't quit on God. Ask in faith, wavering nothing. Doubting nothing. Amen. Allowing the peace to have its perfect work in you. And when peace has had its perfect work, then you ask in faith and it shall be done. Don't be like the waves of the sea that's driven and tossed by the wind. In other words, don't let all of these things cause you to move off of your stand. Well, you don't know what happened. I don't care. You don't know what happened in my life. But I can tell you one thing. I'm still standing. I've been knocked down, but I'm still standing. People think I'm crazy. That's partly true. But I'm still standing. (laughs) Amen. Haven't been knocked off. I, I was over here, and I took a stand to come here and get on the word, and I'm still standing. Amen. I am still standing, and I shall see my, my victory. And we will see. How do you know? I already got the victory. <laughs> we already got it. It's already there. It's already given. We already have victory. Amen. See, some people don't know how to uh, come out of the flesh. They don't, they, don't, they don't understand how to live out of the spirit. You got to live out of your spirit. You can't keep living out of your flesh. Amen. Approach God with his word. God, your word says, great shall be the the peace of my children. Your word says that, you know, I'm not a victim, but I'm victorious. You know, you got to talk his word to him. Amen. And it's okay to cry out. I'm not saying, I'm not talking against that. See, your carnal mind is going to go reach everything. That's a call of carnal mind, carnal thinking. Well, I, I said all of that. Say it again. Say it loud. Amen. Hallelujah. Keep saying it. Keep putting it out there in the atmosphere. Because I'm telling you, the devil will come behind you and try to make you doubt. But don't be movable. Be immovable. Amen. Wavering in nothing hallelujah you know you can do one or two things and i hope i get this right because i didn't write it down i'm hoping i did but let me see if i can get this together you can waver in nothing and get everything or you can 
get, wait a minute, you can waver in nothing and get everything, amen, or you can waver in everything and receive nothing. Hallelujah. Amen. Can I do that again? You can waver in nothing. I remember that. And receive everything. Nothing wavering. And receive everything. Or you can waver in everything and receive nothing. I don't like that. That's how, this is how it's done. Amen. Take a stand. Take a firm stand. And, and no wavering. Wavering in nothing. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me give you those scriptures that we've already covered. 1 Corinthians 15:57 says, Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. And it says, therefore, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing your work or your labor is not in vain. And then we have Hebrews 4.14, seeing that we have a great high priest, amen, Jesus Christ, who holds our confession or our profession. He ministers over our profession. And then we have James 1, 4 through 8. But let patience have its perfect work. Amen. Lacking nothing with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For he is double-minded and won't receive anything. So ask in faith. Hallelujah. Proverbs 4. Let's see. What's it? Proverbs 3, 5. Why don't we go there? Proverbs 3, 5. Hallelujah. Amen. Proverbs 3, 5. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Lean not. No, lean not. Don't get shaky. Don't start wavering. Take a stand. This is shaky. And this is taking a stand. And don't lean. Well, what's making me lean? The storms of life. But don't lean. See, when you try to figure this stuff out, you're leaning. But the Bible says lean not. Are y'all here? Well, this is hard for me to do. Amen? No, I'm literally saying that. So get get it so I can quit. <laughs> See, I ain't finished as I used to be. I can't lean good without falling. But y'all get my drift? Amen. Lean not. Well, what causes me to lean? The winds and the waves, the storms of life that keep the confusion that you're in. And it causes you to lean. Amen. But the Bible says you're a strong tower. What's that? Like a lighthouse. Quit leaning. Quit trying to figure this thing out. Amen. Amen. Let God show you the way. Lean not to your own understanding. In other words, when you start trying to figure this thing out by your understanding, you start leaning. You know what you do when you try your own? own, You're taking over. You've left God, and you're trying to figure this out by your, I know what's going on, just because you was in your word a little bit. 
but that doesn't make you ready to take over. Amen. Keep allowing Jesus to be to to, to have the reins in your life. Amen. And you keep following Jesus. And when you take a stand, don't lean. Stand firm. Don't lean. When you lean to your own understanding, you're trying to take over. Oh, did I read? Yeah, I read it. Trust in the Lord. You're not trusting when you're leaning. Amen. And what's going to happen pretty soon, you're going to get off of your stand. And you're going to be over here again instead of a firm foundation. So you stay on the firm. You stay with God. You stay with the promises. You stay with the keys to the kingdom. You, you seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added. Don't let poverty cause you to lean. You stay firm. Stay fixed. Are y'all here? Hallelujah. Now I can stop. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Lean not to your own understanding. Be immovable. Let's go to Hebrews 10. Back to Hebrews. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Lean not. Hebrews 10.23. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Amen. It says in 24, and let us consider one another. In other words, be gracious to one another. Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Not stir up a bunch of mess. Amen? Not forsaking the assembly. That's the first thing that happened. Well, I'm leaving there because they ain't right. You ain't either. Amen. Stand firm on what God has given you and don't move. And lean not to your own understanding. We ain't trying to figure out what God is doing. We're just here to cooperate with him to get a, a, a good victory. Amen. And victory is already promised. Amen. Don't be unstable in all your ways. The Bible says that's the double-minded man. It says you won't get nothing from God. That's why it ain't working. Because you've been un... Well, I just can't believe that. But listen, God says your all your work is not in vain. So you need to be thankful and get back, get in your word and get back on your, your stand. And don't be moved. Don't be moved by what? What you see, how you feel, what you've been through, what you're going through. Amen. Poverty, sickness, disease. Don't be moved. Continue to stand on what you know God told you. I don't care if you don't get anybody to agree with it. You stand there. Amen. Hallelujah. You stay with God. And let people talk and say what they're going to do, because they're going to do that anyway. They talked about Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So lean not. In other words, be immovable. Be steadfast. Hallelujah. 
Hebrews 10:23. Did I read that? Oh, okay, let us hold fast our confession of hope. When you let things come out of your mouth, that's your hope. So don't waver. Amen? Because he who promised is faithful. And the Amplified says, seize and hold tightly the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is reliable and trustworthy, faithful to his word. Amen? Seize and hold tightly. That word seize means take hold suddenly. Take hold forcibly. Amen? Hallelujah. Take hold forcibly. Grab. Grasp. Snatch. Take hold of it. Grip it. Clutch it. Use your mouth to seize and retain it. And do not waver. Amen. Grab a hold of it. The violent take it by force. That's what this means. Amen. (laughs) That's what this means. Use your mouth to retain it and do not waver. Lean not to your own understanding. Don't try to figure this out. Don't try to figure out what you did wrong. Amen. Just repent and keep moving. Hallelujah. Lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge God. How do I acknowledge him? Consulting him, acquiring knowledge from him, from his word. And well, I still don't understand. Well, get in the word. Don't come out until you got it. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, we want to have too much fun, but it's, there's fun days. But take care of your problems first. Amen. Get in your word. So don't be, <laughs> don't be leaning. Do not lean. Anchor yourself in the word of God and hold fast your profession. Well, I I don't say that no more. Why? Man. In other words, you say the same thing to the devil that you say to to God. Because he needs to hear it. Amen. Hit him over the head with that. Amen. In other words, keep your words out there. Your words have power. Your words are anchor of hope. Amen. What did Jesus do? W-W, what is that? W-W-A-D. JD, yeah, WWJD. You know what he did? You know what he would do? He slung that word at the devil. Amen. That's what he would do. And that's what you need to do. Amen. Because we're made in his image. We're supposed to be just like him. Well, you know, every time the devil, see, Jesus has been tempted in everything that we have been tempted in. Amen. Because he walked this earth as mere man. And he had to do, we do what he did. He's our example. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. That's what he did. That's what WWJD. Amen. Hallelujah. He gave him the word. He didn't fight with carnal weapons. The weapons of our warfare are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. This is how Jesus pulled down the strongholds. Amen. He pulled them down with the word. He pulled them down with his voice. He pulled them down with his heart. And he took a stand and he did not waver. He did not lean. Amen. You know, before he went to the cross, he said, Father, can you remove this cup from me? He didn't like everything that was going on. But he said, nevertheless, 
we need to say nevertheless. Amen. Nevertheless. Nevertheless. Amen. And so some things we have to just line up our lives, line up your heart, line up your voice. And this is how you get victory. Amen. Well, we've got victory. We've already got it. But this is how you get it to come into fruition. Amen. This is how you do it. Hallelujah. So we need words produce and create when there is nothing. Your words will produce your victory. I know some people don't like to hear that, but this is how it T.I. is. Your words produce your victory. What you are saying. Amen. Whatever you're saying, that's what it shall be. And ask God when you talk wrong, Lord, let those words fall to the ground in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. We always have victory through Jesus Christ. So anchor yourself in the truth of God. Your victory is in the truth of God. It's not in what's happening. It's not in the storms of life. It's not in the winds that, that in the, the devil that roar his, his uh, lies against you. Amen. We have an answer for everything in the word of God. Hallelujah. Cause the enemy's tongue to cleave to the roofs of his mouth when the enemy roar his, his lies against me. Amen. There's a scripture for everything. And that was scripture. There's a scripture for everything. Not something I've made up. Well, why are you, why are you saying that? Because I'm trying to stay on this foundation. Amen. And my foundation is the word of God. Whenever you get on a different foundation, you're going to fall. Amen. I'm just telling you, nothing else stands. Nothing else stands. We are not more powerful than the creator. God is the creator. Amen. Hallelujah. The devil wants to move you off of your truth, so don't be moved. But anchor yourself by holding fast to your confession. Amen. What did Jesus do? He fought. He fought. Amen. He fought with the word of God. He didn't use anything against the devil except the word. And if it's good enough for him, it's good enough for you. But he went to the cross. He died. He rose again. And he went He went uh, voluntarily. Nobody made him do. devil didn't make him do that. That's why when he rose again, the first person he went to see was the devil. Beat his behind for four days. Amen. Because he was stopping that that. What's that? That was a, uh, you know, when people whisper. He was stopping that gossip. He was nailing it right there. He took care of that. Amen. Because he didn't want the devil to think he had done anything. Amen. In fact, the Bible says if, if the uh, Pharisees knew who Jesus was, but he kept trying to tell them who he was, they wouldn't listen because they thought they knew everything. See, religion makes you think you know it all. And see, you look through a glass darkly you don't really see clearly you don't have clear vision amen not that one person knows more than another but you have to get revelation from god it's not hard to do soak yourself instead of having these soaking sessions soak yourself in your bible amen never heard of such a thing 
The devil wants you to move, move off of truth. But you stand, and you having done all, stand and trust. Stand and trust God. Stand and trust. Amen. Things are going to happen your way. God is not trying to take anything from you. He loves you. Amen. But he's certainly not going to give you to the devil on a platter. (laughs) Amen. So don't be moved. Anchor yourself to truth. Don't build on a lie. Don't build on what's false. Don't build on what God doesn't want you to have. Use the keys. You have the power. Do you know who you are? Do you know what's in your benefits package? Do you know that you're in covenant with a covenant-keeping God? He doesn't kick you out when he gets tired of you. He doesn't kick you out when he gets tired of you messing up. Amen? He's waiting on you to get tired of you. Amen? Hallelujah. So you can come through many storms because we are overcomers. We are victorious in him. We have the word of God. Amen? Hallelujah. Frame your world by your words and speak. Speak truth and never waver. I have one more scripture, and that says Psalm 1. And we, most of us know that Psalm 1. I love the scripture. It talks about being a tree planted by the rivers of living water that bring forth much fruit in its season. But let's read it. Hallelujah. Psalm 1. I think it's one verse three. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. One verse. hmm. Yeah, three. It says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Amen. What that mean? Firmly planted. A tree go through storms, don't break very few. Now, the older a tree gets, I've seen trees being snapped off because of uh, demonic winds, but very rarely. They never come in the house. They stand through every kind of storm. But, but the Bible says that you should be like a tree, firmly planted, planted by the rivers of water. Amen. That brings forth its fruit in its season. Why are you by the rivers of water? You're being tended and taken care of by the streams. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. It says, whose leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. Amen. In other words, everything that you are waiting for shall come to fruition. Amen. Hallelujah. Your, your leaf will never whiz, uh, wither. Amen. And you will bring forth good fruit. When you bring forth good fruit, God is with you. Amen. He'll bring the rain. Amen. The showers, which is always uh, an indication that God is, God's blessing is upon you. It will shower for you wherever you go. Amen. But the verse 4 says, the ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft. And that means worthless and dead. Something that's without substance. That's the chaff. Which the winds drive away. 
See, wind can blow away the shaft. You ever looked at leaves that turn brown? And look at a leaf that's green that somehow falls off the tree. You can pull it off the tree, put it on the ground when the wind is blowing. And the, the, the leaves that are brown and withered is the ones that's going to blow. The green leaf's going to stick to the ground. Amen. Hallelujah. It's hard to blow away a green leaf. <laughs> Amen. That's true. See, we can look at these things in the natural and trust that God knows what he's talking about. Amen. But the way of the ungodly shall perish. Hallelujah. It shall perish. That's verse 6. The way of the ungodly shall perish. Let him fall by his own counsels. In other words, don't nobody have to do nothing to you to stop you. You go stop yourself. Amen. That's for any one of your enemies. They will stop themselves. Amen. And so we need to learn how to be um, steadfast and immovable. Hallelujah. Never leaning, but trusting God. When you lean, you're trying to take over the situation because you're tired. But just take a breather and get back in there. Amen. God is faithful and just to forgive us of every mistake that we make. Amen. But continue to trust God. And continue to stand, never wavering. Don't waver. When you waver, you're, you're trying to take over the situation and you start to lean. Because you're lean. Whenever you start to lean to your own understanding, you're going to topple over. So stand firm, steadfast, immovable, unstoppable. Amen. You cannot be moved. A strong tower doesn't move. Amen. So why don't we close? Did you learn anything today? Hallelujah. Father, we bless you.